Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. So this week, I really was excited because we have our first straight couple on the podcast and they are so adorable. I love it because they're into fashion and they did it together. So uh, it, it's I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing what they have to say and their take on what's happening in 2022. So their names are Alex and Michael Tawson. They are on social media. I'm sure a lot of you already follow them. They're a husband and wife duo in the fashion industry based in New York City. And we hope you enjoy the episode. All right, you guys, we are joined by Alex and Michael Tawson. They are a power couple in the fashion industry. They worked in fashion separately before coming together and launching their fashion labels, Tawson and LDT. They also have a big Instagram following where they share all things fashion and parenting. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you guys. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. So we start by asking all of our guests your age, your relationship status, which it's kind of self-explanatory and uh, where you're from and living now. So we're a husband and wife duo. Michael and I actually met 20 years ago, the first day of college. We met at college orientation. Um, so I am 37 and Michael's 38. We're both originally from Florida. I'm from Orlando, Florida. Michael's from Miami, Florida. And we've lived in New York for about 15 years. We absolutely love New York. Um, and as you guys kind know, of. <laughs> and as you guys know, um, we have this wonderful influence, influential platform called Stylist to a T, which has turned into our Instagram channel, Alex Michael Tossin. And as you said, we have two fashion apparel brands, Tossin and LDT. I love how Alex just answers for both of them. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, I'm 38. I'm from Miami. <laughs> There's always that one person in a couple who like, I feel like puts everyone at ease, like does the... Hard. Typically, that's my goal, but I was able to hit it off. She, wa- she wanted to take it for the yeah. team. Um, so you guys also have two kids. Um, I saw the pictures. They are so adorable. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. How old so are they? Liv's four and a half and Jack's 18 months. One and a half. One and a half. <laughs> Do you remember what I was like at those ages? Yeah, you were very cute. You were really very cute. <laughs> Yeah, but as a grandma, I thought you were extremely talented and brilliant at oh, that age. Oh, well, I think everyone thinks that about me, but thank you. <laughs> no, but we're, we're not, we even think more so. So I really feel like you guys are a power couple, and that doesn't get thrown around that much, to be honest. Like, what do you think makes a power couple? I feel like where two people are just both really living their best life. I think you have to have the yin to the yang and you have, you know, your roles could change daily, but you just have to be constantly in communication of what your role is going to be that day. Um, when you're running an organization, not just a business, but also your family. And I think we know our strengths and weaknesses and we kind of let each other do what we're best at. Um, you know, and that's just how, how we roll. Now, how did you guys get into, because you were college sweethearts, so that makes, which I believe in that whole thing. Um, that doesn't happen as much anymore. Well, no, because, well, I don't know. But we, you know what? I tell my four and a half year old when she goes to college, find your husband in college. Keep your eyes open. <laughs> Actually, her mom and dad met the, the first day of her, mm-hmm. of college. So it's the no same. Way. But yeah. it's not, it's not that easy now because, kids are, you know, your careers are, unless you have exactly the same outlook and desires, you sort of move on after college. And, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's harder today. I understand that. How did you get into the fashion industry? 
Well, it's funny you say that, ask that. Um, my grandma uh, actually, you know, speaking of going into the business, I never thought I was going into fashion. I thought I was going to go into real estate, go be a lawyer, go be a doctor. Um, I'm from Miami, Florida. Fashion was not an industry that, you know, you were raised or, you know, ever could think of going into. I didn't even know it was a business. And I was a criminal justice major in college. Alex was the business brains. Mm -hmm. And uh, one day my grandmother kind of said, you should do what you love. And I go, what is that? Mm -hmm. And she goes, you're so good at fashion. And I said, really? I go, how do I make that a business? And she said, you know, I really think you should get an internship in New York and go try something. And one thing led to the next, I got an internship and actually my grandmother even landed me, landed me my first job. Um, at Saks Fifth Avenue in Bow Harbor, seeing a designer. And that's kind of how it all began. I know Michael's going to say this sounds cheesy, but really, as we were falling in love, we both fell in love with fashion. Um, you know, like our typical hobbies and fun activities to do together, we love to go shopping. We love to explore. So while we were traveling when we were in college and we studied abroad in Italy, we love to shop. So it was really fun that once we graduated GW and we both moved to New York, we knew that we both wanted to be in the fashion industry. We just didn't know what exactly that was. Mm -hmm. um, Michael, what is your grandma's fashion sense like? She's amazing. She's fabulous. Um, <laughs> my grandmother, she gets it. Um, she's probably more fashionable than anyone in the family. Um, and she, she's a risk taker, I think, but she's classic and timeless. And as I'm saying those words, it's kind of interesting how she's classic and timeless. And that's kind of what our brands stand for. Classic, timeless clothing. And she really, she taught Michael, I would say everything he knows about fashion. Well, talking about traveling the world, my grandparents at a young age thought it was important to show my sister and I you know, other cultures. And we used to go on a lot of cruises. Um, and my first trip was actually to Denmark and Scandinavia and Russia. And, you know, I think exposing children to other cultures and seeing different things kind of can spice your appetite to wanting to do something creative or knowing more in life. Your perspective on, yeah. on what people, how people dress and how, what people like. I mean, we've done the same thing in our families. We always traveled with our kids at least one holiday out of the year. And we did expose them to all different cultures. And I think your your grandma was right. And I'm sure you're going to do the same thing I feel with like your every kids. time you come back from Europe, you're like, they were dressed so nice. Like they were sitting, <laughs> they were walking to like a coffee shop and they were dressed like to well, the night. It's so true. Europe, Europeans you. get it. You yeah. don't, they don't dress in sweatpants. I, you know, yeah. I know it's or a whole sweatpants cool though. Yeah. Like with whatever a it is, whatever it is, they somehow look better than an one. alligator one. So talking about shopping together, I feel like that's kind of rare within a couple too. Like it would be so fun. I feel like to go shopping with a boyfriend, like, do you have any tips, I guess, for couples, like either if the guy loves to go shopping and like their girlfriend doesn't want to shop with them or vice versa? Well, I think number one is- Yeah, what's your tip? How do you get me there? <laughs> I think it's the mood. You know, I think it's the mood, you know? So like either we've talked about it throughout the week and it's like, I'm craving a shopping trip. Like I really want to- really. Yeah, I mean, I think it's- just see what's out there. It's time to refresh the closet. I mean, like who does- Alex is type A and she might be doing that in her head, but she's not saying that necessarily to me. To and I like to be, I'm always looking and curious to see right. what's out there. So I have no issue going um, because- we're designing clothes every day, so I have to be inspired Absolutely. and I want to see what's happening in the market. 
Listen, I had a father, I was, my family was in the fashion business. So I certainly understand. And my dad on his Saturday and Sunday would go to the stores. He would look to see what was on the racks and he would look to see what was selling and what wasn't selling. And he would talk to the people in the stores, which I'm sure you do as well. So it's very important to keep yourself going, but you found a hobby that you like to do together. A lot of couples today, this is what I think Kimmy was trying to get at. How do you convince somebody who isn't fashion minded to go with you? I, I don't know if there's a way of doing you know, it. I think that's hard. I think at the end of the day, you have to love what you're doing. I mean, it's your life. You got one life. So I don't think it's a convincing, but I think like when you're dating someone and say they weren't exposed to something, it's exposing them to something new and showing them and teaching them. Yeah. That's no a- matter what hobby it is. Right. Yeah. Like. yeah. That's a good, a good point. Yeah. Um, Alex, what about shopping for your partner? Like, is that difficult for you? I have no patience for <laughs> exactly what you're saying. But, you know, but I think, again, because Michael and I have been together for so long. Um, shopping you know, for me? Shopping for him. It's like, I'll just, I'll find my spot. I'll go sit down. Whereas when Michael comes shopping with me, we are both like on the floor. We're oh, checking she, everything she out. She needs to know. You know she's she looking at me everything. for the approval so, or what do yeah, I like? Kind of what you said. I mean, like making an activity, explore something new together, you know, to, you know, go shopping together. But Michael's the type of person, like he knows exactly what's he, what he needs. He goes and he gets it and he comes home and he's excited to, sh- to share with me and not even that I'm pretty my aesthetic and style is pretty timeless um so I'm not like trend driven I buy the necessities that I, that I need or like what's the item of the season maybe and I I do more of like a one one trip swoop in a way like not your typical average guy but you know I fill in as I go but I buy things that are going to last me Mm-hmm. quality well even we were shopping was that yesterday or whatever for poppy oh yeah and you were like he needs to be here with me because well because he has specific he, he likes specific uh looks for him to play golf or his uh, leisure wear and it's very hard because he owns almost everything he likes so it's it's right. getting an extra piece and then i thought about it and you know what it's more fun if he comes along with me of course he's not working full-time now so he has the opportunity yeah. to do it when he was working full-time I used to buy a lot of his leisure clothes because I knew basically liked a classic shirt that reminds me I feel like you always say like oh if you like this just get the same thing in like five colors I do it's funny you say that no but you know I remember a salesperson once said to Alex like are you asked them like how do you shop or what do you suggest or something along those lines and she's like when I like something I buy it in every color And that was, it was regarding actually a Bottega Veneta shoe and Alex is deciding between which color to buy. And she's like, you know what? I think it's such a good shoe. I would, that would be my shoe of the season. Buy it in three colors. Correct. And I was like, interesting. Well, Kimmy often opens my closet and says, it's all the same shoe. All the same. It's almost creepy. Like it's 50 (laughs) of the same shoe. Well, but that's that's the shoe, grandma. The Chanel flat or subs and movement. Yeah, I have two. I have two picks. But I mean, you know, for people who are out there who can really do that, there are loads of copies of that kind of look. And it goes down to 1995. But uh, I've always worn the same shoes. I like it. They're comfortable and they go with every outfit in a different color. That's Mm -hmm. all. See, for me, I feel like if I have one of it, I'm like, okay, I already have this. Like, I'd rather get something different. you're You're young. You're allowed to experiment. I, guess. I think also to your point, you like it, you see if you can find something different. And if you can't find right. something different, then you'll go back and get it in another color. I also think, and you're the design team, so you would know, and you're probably doing all these creative things. 
I think the fashion today, and I'm only going to say this off the top of my head because I'm not sure if I'm correct. What I'm seeing is very youth oriented, which is fine, but they've left out the older generation. And I'm wondering if now, you should address that at all, or if you are addressing that in your, in your line. I feel, you know, I totally agree with you on that. I think that things have definitely gone younger. I mean, even as we're getting older, I'm like, oh my God, do we still fit in that box? But um, I think that the world has changed in terms of aesthetic. And mm-hmm. I think that the eye is changing too. And um, I think we just have to learn to become comfortable with what's out there. And it's all about how you put it together at the end of the day. It's true. Um, and that is where our business started with stylists to a T with tell- telling women what to wear, how to wear it and where to buy it and to style it her way. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's so many different ways you can style a look. Like for example, if Kimmy was wearing your sweater, she might wear that as an oversized kind of cute sweater with a pair of boyfriend jeans, you know? It's all about how you put it together. Um, But regarding our businesses, I think what makes Tawson very exciting and appealing is when I'm designing the collections, I'm thinking about mother daughter. Alex and I might shop together, but Alex and her mom shop together. They buy the same brand. So it's like, I want to make sure that I'm able to give, you know, our brand to a mother and a daughter or even a mother, daughter and grandmother, because I come from a mother, daughter and grandmother and they want to kind of wear the same brands too. So there's always something within our collections that can work for all different body types, shapes, sizes and age. That's great. That's I love great. That. I love this. Yeah. I love I this. Feel, I mean, I feel like in general, the industry right now and also beauty and whatever else is all about inclusivity. But I do mm-hmm. agree that I feel like age inclusivity kind of gets like lost. Lost. It gets lost. But I'm glad you're approaching it and at least have something in in Mm -hmm. each line that somebody of the, uh, well, even uh, somebody in their 50s or 60s can look as well in as well. Alex is wearing actually what was a top seller for us, our crochet knitwear this uh, summer. And it came in a dress, it came in a tank and it came in a sweater. And we're all about the set dressing. So like the dress could have been for like a girl like Kimmy that you would wear it sleeveless without the cardigan, or you could wear it with the cardigan, or a girl could wear the tank with a pair of jeans and a flat, or you, you could wear like, the cardigan someone with that the white wants shirt to cover their it. arms, they could, you know, wear the cardigan. There's just so many different ways to style it. It's all about, as Michael mentioned, versatility, but also making sure that the pieces are classic. What we love the most about our Tossin brands, and we're definitely seeing this with our LDT brand, is that they're pieces that people can wear over and over again. They're timeless fashion. So I think to your point, you know, with the younger generation, it's all trend-driven fashion, whereas our two brands, we're looking to create classic fashion. But they do look still in the moment. You know, they don't look. Uh-oh, wait a minute. Every item has to be novel and special. Um, so that's what we're doing over at Tawson. Now, can your brands, because we're listening, the people who are listening, where would they, if they don't go online and ask you questions about how to style it, where can they purchase these products? And well, actually, for the Palm Beach lady, we will be launching at Saks Fifth Avenue Boca Raton. Um in the fall. Okay. Um, we're also at Neiman Marcus. We're on Bergdorf online. We sell it at Nordstrom. Okay. Um, we and- our own website as well, Tossin.com. Well, um, so yes. So you can, and also we're always available via DM for any of our brands. So again, we have three different Instagram channels, Alex and Michael Tossin, Tossin official and LDT official that you could always DM us questions. That's great. Yeah. And then you have your style to a T motto. Where did that kind of come from and what does it encompass? 
So as you know, our last name is Tawson. And before we started our blog, Stylist to a T, our friends and family would say that everything you do is to a T. So whether we're entertaining at home, whether we're getting dressed, whatever it may be, everything was to a T. So we've really captured and really have gone with the momentum of styled to a T and taken it to another level. Also share your kids on social media. As we were saying, they're so cute. What was your kind of like approach to that? Because I feel like as a new, I mean, I don't know, but I feel like as a new parent, that's like a decision you have to make. Like, are we going to put them on social? Like, until Funny. Old, all that. It's funny you ask that. In the beginning, we were very cautious with it, um, just from a security and safety perspective. And also, you know, letting our kids have their own identity was important, is important to us. However, you know, we're so real with what we show. Um, if you are our friends, our friends all say what we show is who we are. And that's so important to us about being authentic and not putting up a fake persona. And our kids are a really big aspect of our life. Mm -hmm. um, so it was kind of the inevitable that we had to show it um, because they're around us constantly. You know, we work from home a lot, um, you know, with COVID and um, Liv actually, you know, loves to be creative and fashionable herself. So we're putting them out there. Um, Within reason. Oh, they don't want to anymore. <laughs> right exactly. now, you're good. Exactly. Yeah. Do you have any advice for parents of any age that are have young children and are also like business men or women and kind of balancing all of that? I'm my, you balance it. I mean, it's yeah, the hardest job. It is the hardest job, but I have to tell you the number one thing, and Michael and I always say this to each other, is you have to take care of yourself. So, you know, dedicating an hour you know, if you have to get up a little earlier to go do an exercise class, or if you need to go for a walk for an hour, it gets overwhelming, you get lost, you get stuck. And obviously, now with our new COVID life, you know, you get stuck at home to the point it becomes five o'clock, you haven't showered, you haven't, you know, fed yourself, you haven't taken care of yourself. And that's really where, you know, you can get lost within yourself. So we always say, you know, be sure to take that time for yourself. Um, Obviously, it's a balancing act for the but two with of us. Kids, to her question with kids, how do we do it? Um, I think that it's about scheduling. And where we're lucky as being co-parents and business partners, we're a good balancing act. And that's what does help bring the success within our business and our personal life. Um, it's a yin and a yang. And you don't always get that. And we kind of are figuring it out. We're still figuring it out. I decided to start working out for the first time last week and I stole some of Alex's time. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's all about a juggling act. But isn't that life? That's true. And you have to have some grandparents in on the scene. Let the, let the, let the parents get in there and do some baby. You know, we're, we're so blessed. We have great parents and great grandparents. And the only difference is our families don't live in the same city. Right. So that is our only challenge. So any grandmas out there that want to adopt us, we're available. <laughs> I'm taken. Did either of you get advice from your grandmothers about love and relationships? My grandparents, not so much. I don't know about your grandma. My grandmother is constantly giving me advice, even yeah. though I was actually with her last weekend and she's, you know, always wanting to give advice of how to have the best possible life you can have and have the best possible relationships you can have and the business you can have. So I love my grandmother for that and I trust her so much. So 
Yeah, she's constantly giving us advice. Mm-hmm. She does say one thing. Always make the man feel like the man. <laughs> <laughs> That's Interesting. true. I feel like that could mean so many things. No, no, no. The guy's got to always feel like he's really special and he's your number one priority. Exactly. If you don't feel it, don't need it as much. Men need to be stressed. We're secure. <laughs> no, exactly. Their ego's a little more nervous mm. and a little more sensitive. Got it. So back to fashion, looking toward fall, what you think is going to be in this season? I know we're, like trends are... I'm feeling leather. Leather. Yeah, I love that. I think leather and pleather are really big. Um, also, again, knitwear is huge for right. fall, which I'm a huge knitwear lover, whether it's a knit dress, a knit set. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of like bold patterns for fall, which we always see like um, a lot of, of that color tone of the cranberry color and the olive colorway, which is always fun to bring out after, you know, having had white really in your wardrobe for summer. Um, but really, I think like chunky knits are some of my favorite things to wear come fall. Um, again, I feel like a, in summer you're wearing easy flowy dresses and now it's going back into a little bit more structured with jeans and trousers. And- but I'll tell you what I think is interesting about fashion today. You know, we always look to New York and the Northeast for fashion because that's obviously where you can layer and have coating and all that and knitwear. Um, I think that things have had to shift because a lot of people are moving to more Southern regions mm-hmm. um, like in Palm Beach, but you want to create clothes that still give a winter-esque vibe. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how things constantly are evolving. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. Well, that, but that's very true because coming from living in Florida in the winter, nobody wears light colors. They all still wear the black dress at night. If you go out with a dress, still wearing the black pants. Good, I'm glad to hear that. No, that that tends to be, you know, uh, I think you're right. Summer, uh, it's so silly because it's the same climate all the time. But you, right. you say, oh, no, I'm putting the summer clothes away and I'm going to put on the fall clothes or the winter clothes. So, um, but uh, what I'm curious about, because I was was just invited to something, I don't have a new dress. No one makes, you know, like I have loads of pants, loads of beautiful sweaters and jackets, but that dress seems to elude me. Now, um, is it that it's not important anymore? Uh, You know, what? I think I think the dress is very big. And I think I think there's I personally love the I like the optionality of don't get me wrong. I love tops and bottoms, but I think there's something about a dress that just makes a woman feel so put together and it zip up and go. Okay. But I feel like every dress now, at least when I'm looking, it's probably different. But like they have cutouts here. They have cutouts it. here. Like Well, right now, cutouts have been a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And they look adorable on yeah, anybody but, under 40. But I think for fall, too, you'll see a lot more leather dressing, you know, which are I, I always find that really chic and classic. Also, another big trend, if you are into pants or pantsuits are, are huge. You know, blazers with a matching pant are really big for fall. We saw that the, in the summer, and now it's going to definitely transition into fall. Kimmy, who's your favorite designer? Oh, that's hard. I like um, Zadig and Voltaire. And but I wear like a Monaco. lot of I love oh yeah I love Club Monaco Reformation has a lot of stuff that I like because they're really good for your age group. yeah and they also yeah. fit because you're petite mm-hmm. and they're not right. that's also another thing we're actually we've discussed this all the time on this podcast we're we're quite short and a lot of the fashions really are made for very very tall people um, so it's all, you have to see proportionately what you can wear and, and what you can look good in. Kimmy it's funny you say that. Very small wow. little things. It's, it's just what it is. <laughs> you can't change your body type. 
You know, so true. prior to this podcast, we were actually discussing scale and, you know, from showroom fit to reality and recognizing the average height of a woman to make sure that it gives the same feeling and approach that it did in the showroom to real life on the rack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's important. Was there any trend this summer that you hated? Trend this summer that we hated? We're still not sure about the platform shoe, mm-hmm. I would say. We're not 100, you know, it's definitely a trend and you're going to see this really into fall, those Mary Jane platform shoes. And we're we're not 100% sure, especially I'm petite as well. You know, um, you're seeing a lot of designers from Steve Madden to Valentino create these shoes and we're not 100% sold. I mean, the only way that I really like it is I think with like a bell bottom pant and a blazer, like where it like just gives you, elongates your leg and gives you that height. I personally don't think it like looks the classiest with the dress. It's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. yeah that actually reminds me of like I feel like nostalgia with fashion also is kind of a thing that you know we've been kind of wearing like 70s and 80s and 60s like depending on like over the last few years do you think I feel like 50s hasn't made its comeback and has it I, would I don't love think that. the poodle skirts are coming yeah. back you're the only one that really wants I to want wear it, it to come back <laughs> never say never wants it to come back which they're not coming back Kim forget it <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I would love to end the episode with a game that we play with all of our guests called Grandma's Old Fashioned Dating Quiz. So basically, we will ask you to some hypothetical questions and deem whether you're more traditional when it comes to love or more modern. I think they, they found out the first day of school. They're the most <laughs> we know. Let's see what we are now. Okay. Okay, so would you rather receive a call or a text from your partner if it's just to say hi? Call. Call. Okay. Would Guess you... we're traditional. <laughs> yeah. Would you sleep with someone on the first date? No. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> we're traditional. Uh, and I'm a guy. By yeah, the way. yeah, true. Good, true. good. Because you know what? I don't think that, you know, I, I because I wouldn't want the girl sleeping with me on the first date. Because I don't, I think that's a little fast. Okay. Because it means nothing. It, it means nothing, and I don't think it um, emotionally helps. Yeah, I just I don't think it's. I'm a little bit more conservative with you know. I want my my wife or girlfriend to be classy. Yeah, I don't find it so classy to be blunt. Yeah, no, that's fair. So people's opinions on this differ because some guys are like, it would literally not change my idea of them one bit. Like it will 100 percent change my idea. It would. You're saying, but I say by day three is okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, dating apps or setups? Setups. Setups. But I'm open to dating yeah, I'm not apps. Against I'm dating not against apps. it if you need to find someone. Yeah. I also feel like when you guys were 18, they weren't as popular, I'm guessing. At all. Yeah. I'm my own dating app. <laughs> <laughs> you're my dating app. <laughs> Move in together before getting engaged or wait until you're engaged or married? Before getting engaged. We did that. I mean, obviously, we've been together for a very long time. And I think it's so important. You have to, again, get to know each other, what each other's good at. You know, it's a little different when you're just sleeping over for the night rather than actually living together. It's funny. I totally agree with Alex. But now that I have a daughter, I don't want her moving in with him. So she has a ring on the finger and she's married. Ever. Ever. (laughs) I don't want to know. And who should pay for the date? Should it be one person in the relationship or should you go have Z's or alternate? He's paying for he's paying for all my dates. <laughs> um, I think that the guy should definitely I'm a traditional guy and he should take her where he can afford. 
Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's exactly what you say. Okay, yeah. so you guys are mostly traditional. Almost 100%. Almost 100%. So. Now I want to know what are most of you. happy and have children. What are most of your uh, guests on here? A lot of them are like very split in yeah, the middle, but split. I feel like it's mostly gotten traditional. And we don't have that many couples. See, that's no, it. They're our first straight couple. Oh, are they? Yeah. Well, we've had a lot we've of couples. couples. We've had, not, yeah, we've had a lot of couples. couples. Yeah. yeah. So let's put it out there. You um, you asked, your first question was, how do you do it as a couple? And I think that we're so in sync with even our values. Hmm. So, you know, I think the right. values, are, the values are number to one. Together. Alex and Michael Tawson, thank you so much You're for joining terrific. us. You're the cutest. Um, tell our listeners where they can follow you. And anything else you want them to know? I'll leave it to the CMO. <laughs> so just a reminder, <laughs> you can follow us on Alex and Michael Tossin, and you'll love to follow along, see what we're all about. And of course, always DM us if you have any questions. And visit Tossin.com, T-O-C-C-I-N.com, and also our LDT website. And um, we're thrilled to be here. Thank you for having us. I hope you guys liked the episode with Alex and Michael Tossin. They're just the cutest, Kim. And uh, you know how to follow us here every week on Thursdays, Spotify and Apple. And then we are also on social media. Excuse my grandma. And we will see you next week. Bye.